All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the lab. Uh, we hope you guys are ready for a fun and exciting episode. Uh, the CrossFit Open is upon us, and so Dave and I are going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll touch on a few different topics today, but the main thing right now, CrossFit Open has just begun. Um, Dave Castro has just put out his uh, enigmatic photo about what could potentially be going on, and I think he just put out, uh, do we know what it is yet? Did he just release that tonight? Uh, it was a mushroom. <laughs> That's right, I'll pull it up. and I'll... It, was a it was a mushroom head. <laughs> God dang. Um, I'll pull up Castro's Instagram. I'll show the picture. Um, yeah, so this is what we've shown. So you guys can all kind of see that off of his Instagram. So we'll kind of see what all happens here. Um, it looks like the story of the mushroom. There's even, there's even a video on the story of the mushroom. So if you guys want to go check that out, head over to his Instagram. And you guys can go watch that and kind of see what he says. Um, yeah, that's that release with explanation today too at 3 o'clock, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so we don't know for sure what the workout is yet oh we do oh we got released at three okay I've, i haven't seen it yet i was gonna i'll pull it up um basically it's 21 21 21 21 it's gonna be burpees and then single arm dumbbell snatch burpees other arm dumbbell snatch and then it goes 15 15 15 15 9 9 9 9 didn't know you were 15 German. minute time cap. Bad joke. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm actually I'm actually not doing it this year. No, I won't be able to I, I haven't been consistently training enough to think about doing the open right now. I would like to do it. I think it'd be fun. I just probably wouldn't be doing the the full on RX. Um I'll, I'll probably come here and there and do some of them, but yeah, 21 dumbbell snatches, one arm, 21 lateral burpees over dumbbell. Um, yep. So, hence you said it was kind of like the mushroom because of how broad it was, I guess. I gotcha. Wow, yeah, that's like a lot. the rep spectrum. I like that it's not like an alternating, though, at least. I mean, I remember the one year, the, um, the dumbbell snatches plus the burpee box jump overs. That was just a mental just horrible that drove me nuts i was like oh gosh this is gonna suck that actually looks like a lot of fun maybe i'll maybe i'll try that one in the morning we'll see um yeah the open so i've man the open has a special place in my heart and the fact that it's i think my very first crossfit workout ever um was murph but then i remember my very first open was actually down in texas which was an absolute blast um Tiger Den CrossFit had a chance to go down there. Um, had an absolute, it was so much fun with the people that I had there. Um, and then got to do the open up in Cleveland at Crooked River CrossFit, my second time, which was just also a lot of fun. Um, it's just, it's cool to see how like the community kind of comes together, like your your gym kind of comes together, pushing everyone to new heights and, you know, like new achievements in not just fitness, but I mean, like, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of different variables. I mean, physically, everyone's getting better, which is kind of cool to see. But then, like, the mental capacity of everyone, like, I'm going to basically push into the suck a little bit more and, like, just go to a whole new realm of hurt. <laughs> yeah, it is fun because it informs your training for the next year and mm -hmm. kind of what you should be focusing on. And uh, I, I do like that they're doing a lot more of just, like, the basics mm -hmm. over the past few years rather than 
high level, high skill, high weight Very type of movements. Yeah. Um, which of course we can discuss like pluses and minuses with all that stuff too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the basic premise of the open for those who aren't participating in it or haven't is to be an inclusive activity um, to bring in everybody to CrossFit, have us all do one community workout three consecutive weeks in a row. You can do it between Thursday and Sunday and submit your score. Mm -hmm. And then you get ranked uh, globally based upon your fitness of those uh, three workouts. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, if you're good enough, you advance to quarterfinals. And if you're good enough there, semis, then games. So it's kind of a pyramid up of the season from basic to elite. Mm -hmm. I remember, you, well, you remember back in the day when they used to have like regionals and um, all the the different things that, I remember the Open used to just be, you get to the point in the Open where like they throw that one technical workout, just kind of like weed people out. Like either it's a uh, the muscle ups snatches or it was uh, I remember I think one year it was like muscle ups and uh, no it was like double under there was one technical one where it was like some some gymnastics movement that just took a lot of people out and you just saw like where everyone was like oh I'm so high, highly ranked and also that one technical movement would just pew, you're down they do like handstand walks and weight as a separator yeah but yeah that that typically was when it was like the five week version. I would say now that's probably more reserved for quarterfinals. Um, but yeah, so I think that they're, they've definitely done a better job of making it inclusive. And I do think that like the, the five was a bit overkill. What five? Sorry. The like five week open. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I thought that I thought the three week was a good change. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of interesting that they even made the change to begin with. I used to like regionals and all of that and had kind of like a like a playoff kind of feel. Um, I mean, it still is kind of like a playoff feel with quarterfinals and things like that. Your, uh, your semis kind of take the place of regionals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's true. Um, but yeah, three-week open is really nice to have. Um, maybe I'll have to do it. If, I'll be teaching actually this weekend in Cleveland, so I'm kind of curious. Maybe I'll have to stop over at... Uh, crooked river and drop in but um no so the open like we already said it's, it's a great time to kind of push your fitness and see where you kind of stand after a year worth of training um some things to think about like you know if you're new to the open would be um you know kind of take a look at what the prescribed weights are and kind of see is this close to where i am in terms of my training oh got a thumbs up there cool um like I always like people going into the open with an open mind of even if you're not capable of doing the prescribed weights, you can still do the workout. You just need to modify the weights or maybe the movements to what you're capable of and not trying to push beyond a point of like an ego trip where you're trying to do what everyone else is doing. This should be yeah. on the lines of like what you're physically capable of and what actually will fit like what the stimulus is supposed to be. So like just this, this is always why I'm hesitant to like start somebody with the open too exactly yeah like if you don't have like some sort of like base training volume understanding mm -hmm. how things are written so for a complete newcomer the open may not be the best time to join however they do get a lot of members after because of the communal aspect to it so it's kind of a double-edged sword i guess if you will yeah it's good to see <clears throat> 
the the one thing I would say is that when people kind of jump into the deep end right away, I mean, sometimes you're asking for um, a realm of different issues, whether if it's like, I think there was one year we had like wall walks or last, last year was like wall walks and snatches. And like, if you don't have a whole lot of, of shoulder strength to begin with, and you're going to go walking up the wall like that, then you're going to go try to do a heavy snatch. Maybe not the greatest thing for your shoulders overall. Um, the other thing to think about would be your overall training age. If you don't have some of these movement patterns down to a great degree, maybe learning them first and then learning how to build the intensity might be worth it first instead of trying to get as many as possible. Um, and obviously this is also going to be more like uh, under the watchful eye of your coach or so we hope. Um, I know a lot of the, like the gyms that we both go to um, both have pretty darn good coaches who are going to watch and can put people in the place for success so that they can do that um, in the right way, but also the safe way. Um, I mean, just even from being in Frida Point last year during the Open, it was so much fun to watch everybody pushing one another. Um, but then also just seeing like the modifications or like the critiques from the coaches that you would see them like interacting with all the different members, um, throwing things at them that would both challenge them in a safe way or like, hey, like you can definitely do that movement. You shouldn't be doing this scale. Or, you know, like like for myself, I know I probably wasn't going to be able to do, um, gosh, what was it last year? Like a, a, all the heavy snatches, I know I wasn't going to do that. So I just basically did the scaled version for that workout. And I was totally fine doing that. I hadn't been having a whole lot of training in uh, CrossFit during that time. And so my mind was, I don't really need to be pushing this right now. It's not in, in my yeah. goals. You know what I mean? But I guess for those of us who like are more experienced, too, you kind of have to decide whether you want it to be for, uh, for function or for sport, right? So when you talk about sport, safety kind of goes out the window. If you're looking to post a score, you, you kind of just have to go through it, be smart, pick your spots. And if it's something you're not proficient at, then you have to figure out a way to just get it done or pace yourself accordingly. So mm -hmm. if you're just looking to do it to participate versus compete, participation, obviously you have options and you can do it the skin and scale it smartly. However, competition, it just kind of is what it is. Meet the standard or don't. And if you don't meet the standard, go pull off seat and work at it. <laughs> yeah, just be smart. Have fun with it. I mean, it's a time to compete, but at the same time, it's a time to compete with yourself. Um, as much as I want to be the person next to me, I'm, I'm if they're a hell of a lot stronger than I am, I'm probably not going to go doing those heavy, you know, 225 foot snatches. And I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> it doesn't match what I want to do uh, as much as I really want to. I mean, long-term training, I'm not going to go trying to force anything. Um, that's come with some learning curves here and there. Um, I remember the one year we had uh, was snatches and bar muscle-ups, or it was like pull-ups, chest-to-bar pull-ups, and then muscle-ups to finish, and then there was like an escalating uh, snatches, I think. I'm trying to think, that would have been like 2016, 2015. Do you remember that? Yeah, they did something a couple of years ago with thrusters. I was similar to that too. Yeah. And then there was the one with the dumbbell, hang dumbbell cleans, toes to bar, and a rower, I think. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'd have to look back at it all. Um, but those are always just so much fun to kind of look back at. Um, and then also like going back into like training down the months, years, and kind of compete against yourself again and read basically seeing how you scored compared to that time in the open compared to when you just did your training. Um, 
so yeah let's besides just the open let's let's kind of talk about some metcons and like when people are utilizing the prescribed weight versus like maybe they need to start using like more personalized percentages for maintaining the actual stimulus of the workout right so like let's use um we'll we'll, we'll use one of my favorites fran right so any workout can be infinitely scaled which is the wonderful thing about exercise in general crossfit in that included um so one of the things about fran is that there's the 95 pound barbell and then you have pull-ups right so the one thing about fran is that maybe you have someone who has brand new to crossfit does not necessarily have um, a great base of training volume wise but then also maybe being able to tolerate moving at a high speed with a barbell and then also maybe not a whole lot of pulling capacity being on the pull-ups am i going to go throwing them right underneath a barbell with a 95 pound weight no probably not right so like what I've kind of had people think about is like if you're if you're doing like a one one rep max thruster right that we did we did that last year in the open too I think um, it was a part B I believe yeah and we did like a, a two rep max I think um, or was it three I can't remember I just know we did a thruster max um, but if you can only do so much weight and ninety five is getting up there into like the eighty five and ninety five percent of maybe what that one rep max would be for a thruster that maybe is not something you want to be utilizing for a metabolic conditioning, right? For a metcon. Um, you want to be able to consistently move to maintain the actual conditioning stimulus that you're trying to be getting out of that. So if your weights are crushing you and you are dying after the first, you know, five or six reps and you're in the 21 reps of that beginning workout, Which, you're missing the boat altogether. And so thinking back, backtrack that, that a little bit. So your, your rep scheme there is 21, 15, nine with the couplet which yes. in your head says this should be three to five minutes and it should hurt. So <laughs> going back to like what you're saying, mm -hmm. if this is 85% of your winner at max, this obviously isn't repeatable. Correct. So you are going to stall out in the round, get time capped, possibly be exposed to like more injury risk, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But these should be broken up probably each time a max of twice like through each each round mm -hmm. so if this is in the ballpark forget about it but i don't know let's talk about like good percentages mm -hmm. yeah 40 to 50 percent typically is kind of what i think is what those should kind of be functionally for people yeah. maybe lower consistent movement <clears throat> consistent movement you shouldn't have to, if you're putting that bar down four, five, six times in a round, that's, it's too heavy for you. And your conditioning is probably not going to improve because of that. Um, it's, it's a completely yeah, or, different Or the scale. Or the right. scale. True, that, that as well. But I'm saying like if they have the thruster mechanic down and we're not limiting it down to just the form, it's more like the loading basis of things. And the 95 pounds is excessive for them, then there's going to be no way. Kind of going into like you're saying like 45 to 50 percent so like if let's say if we have if you if you're one rep max for the thruster is 100 pounds 40 the bar might be enough for you for that workout right um hypothetical if their one rep max is truly only like 100 pounds for a thruster yeah and of course like you're gonna have mechanical insufficiencies and all that stuff in this scenario but for argument's sake yeah barbell 
could be enough to get that intended stimulus. Mm -hmm. But then if you get in, like, let's pick another workout. So like frame would be one, one thing to kind of think about. Um, Pull-ups gymnastics wise is a whole different conversation. Um, Cause you can break that down skill wise. I feel like the pull-ups, kipping pull-ups, that's a whole skill development compared to moving a barbell. Um, what would be another good one for us to maybe talk more about on with like using percentages? Diane could be another one. Um, and like the sure. dead. I was, I was kind of like arbitrarily doing, let's just say it's five rounds for time, mm -hmm. 20 cows on the bike, uh, 10 burpee box jump overs, five power cleans, 225. Mm -hmm. So this stimulus is obviously completely different from the first one we talked about. Mm -hmm. where your time domains might end up being closer to three minutes around four minutes around relative to a four minute total mm -hmm. so naturally with this your intent out of the gate is very different once again just because those power cleans are prescribed at 225 or 185 this kind of speaks more towards possibly having between 60 and 70% of your one rep max is kind of what they're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. So then that way you can move through a heavy barbell proficiently under fatigue, but not fail repetitions. Correct. All right. So this is kind of working on your power development after being pre-fatigued deep into different rounds. Mm-hmm. But the way that you write stuff should kind of dictate your intent, especially like, you know, the open is going to be, I think this one is going to be more of your burner. So this one, there's not really much to do other than hurt. There's probably going to be some 15 minute AMRAP or longer duration workout in the near future. But yeah, you're your setup from the front there should kind of be, I'm going to go out at about 80%, try to move through these cleans efficiently, possibly up, up ramp as like you get past round three and then try to sprint to the finish. But, but yeah, you can see how those two intents are just very different. It's going to be crazy to kind of see what they all come out with this year for 2024. Cause now that they've done the three workouts, I mean, this is, They'll usually try to break it down and have particular movements hit in each workout, or so I've seen over the last few years. So, like, we're taking away dumbbell snatches right out of the gate, lateral burpees over a dumbbell. Um, I'd be curious to see what all the standards are. I'll have to watch this later. I'm really curious to see how it all is. Because um, I remember there was the one year so many people were getting no rep for the dumbbell snatches just because they were placing their hand on their thigh, um, which did not go over well for a lot of people one year. Um, apparently, apparently you can do a single leg takeoff too single kind of nice like hmm. with the burpees yeah okay i'll have to watch that again i'm curious to see how that's all gonna go i'm i feel like when the standards are are different every year just kind of change it up and kind of makes it a little bit more yeah. a little bit more fun yeah they do tend to be ever-changing that is for sure uh it was good to kind of see though um variety is the spice of life but what would be like some different things for the open? So like, obviously we have dumbbell snatches and we have um, burpees over a dumbbell. So like, let's start talking more about maybe like a warm up for people or like um, maybe getting into a little bit more about specifics of preparation for the open. 
like before the workout sure like on this couplet mm -hmm. um yeah so the first thing that comes to mind is this is a lot of hip hinging mm -hmm. so i saw this get released and i immediately thought that people were just going to blow up their backs so doing something to kind of like get your posterior chain moving so you know raise your core temperature with the bike hit some like good mornings uh the burpees kind of thinking like some push-ups maybe mm. some inchworms but just kind of roll through a flow of something like that so yeah. that way you're jacking up your heart rate mm -hmm. another thing that people kind of recommend too is going through a round or two of the actual movements and just condensing the reps so if you want to do like two or three rounds of just like five burpees five snatches and then just kind of like get used to using one arm versus alternating. Mm -hmm. Probably a good thing to do. So you can check your standards as well. I like that. I know. And if maybe not using the bike, if you wanted to work more on like that hinge, you could even maybe grab a rower, bike or rower, either either way, get your core temperature elevated. But I think if you want to get on the rower, get more into the hinge position, kind of driving out of that, kind of working through that pattern. Um, maybe even, did you say band of good mornings? Yeah, you said yep. that's what I thought. Um, if you wanted to and you wanted to do a little bit, instead of like a bilateral, you could go into maybe like a single leg good morning as well. Or if you wanted to get out some some dumbbells and do an RDL. Um, there, there's no like perfect warm up, right? And the best thing, like you already said, is to just do the workout itself at a lighter load or a lighter intensity because you're going to be doing at a higher load and higher intensity eventually. So you might as well prepare in those same movement patterns and same movement mechanics. Um, so yeah, but I'd say... If you wanted to, you could maybe do some lat stretching. You could do some RDLs, anything to prepare the posterior chain. Uh, get the core temperature elevated. Don't go into it cold. Don't be dumb. Um, be smart. But yeah, just try to marry your movements and make them semi-specific mm -hmm. and then get more specific closer to the event. Exactly. Exactly. And then if you want to, you know, record what you did for the dynamic warm-up beforehand and what you did and tag us in it. I'd be kind of curious to see. Um because I guarantee you, you're going to see at least 50 or, or more different ways so that people are going to be warming up. I mean, there's no perfect way. There's what way you need, um, which will be fun to see. Uh, I always, I don't know. I always love the open. The open is always so much fun to watch people do. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Like I, I feel like I just kind of show up, and I, I would rather just kind of go. Like I really don't need that prolonged warm up nor do I want to like coach people to need that either. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, some people are almost like pre-fatiguing themselves. They're doing so many warm-ups or they're watching all these heats. They're already jacking like their heart rate up. They're <laughs> kind of using their adrenaline. And then by the time they actually get to the workout, they've already like had the adrenaline dump and they can't perform. Like, no. so there's a weird, it's a weird phenomenon where you almost like want to save it specifically mm -hmm. for the workout. And sometimes going in, slightly underprepared is better than having been there and just gone through repetition after repetition and just like perseverating on it in your mind. Yeah. Because like... they, they hurt. Like I only would want to do them one time. <laughs> there's you know, there's not times for a better score. No. Repeats are <laughs> stupid. Especially for somebody who would just get kicked out of quarterfinals. Dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, there's one time, um, 
like when you're doing heats and you have multiple heats and like you get there at a particular time and like all the heats are taken until like almost the very end of it and you're like well i might go home for a little bit um and they just come back like an hour and a half later um so yeah i, I agree with that definitely don't go and try to do like an hour and a half or two hours of warm-up i would say watch some heats if you want to but like don't go doing an hour and a half of warm up just to like stay warm yeah. as an like approach. one to two max like yeah. show up see how it looks go through your warm up and then just go exactly exactly and then just be smart about your warm up prepare as you need to don't like be starting like 30 seconds before the thing is about to go and you're like oh i'm still need to warm up like give yourself 5 10 minutes you don't need a 25 30 minute warm up like 5 10 minutes of just those movements get everything going go into it and it's it's supposed to be fun. Right? Like none of us are good enough to be making money off of this, so <laughs> just don't take it too seriously and no, perform enjoy. the your current fitness level. Exactly. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. It'll be fun. It'll be a blast. Is there a time cap? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. I think I saw Jeff Radler got it in like six twenty today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord, dude's moving. That's crazy to think about. But he is a fittest. It's nuts to think about. Six minutes, Jesus. Dude's moving. That'll be good. The open will be awesome to watch. I'm kind of curious to see how everyone does. But if you guys have anything in, in like specifics you guys want to know more about for the open or like as the open workouts are released, um, and you guys want us to talk about it more, just let us know. Dave and I will give us our little uh our 10 cents and our spiel on maybe a warm up and maybe what to look out for. Um, so obviously for this one, there's a lot of hinging. There's a lot of hinging. So uh, get your hammies and glutes ready. Yep. And the intent on this one is to hurt. <laughs> there's no technical failure. It's just all gas. <laughs> no breaks. <laughs> so, yep. Right. Other than blowing up your back, I really don't foresee much of this being an issue. There's so much blood. It'll be good. Nah, have fun, everyone. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. But we will see you guys in the next episode.